What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Pillows and Beer. We are one week closer to our tour dates, which we're certainly going to dive into. We have a really fun show to talk about today, a bunch of current events, a bunch of things that Craig has going on, his book, he was just on Watch What Happens. Um, I think I think uh, we're going to have a lot of fun here, Craig. What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm coming to you from the apartment in New York City. And uh, yeah, I was I finally got I had my first day home in like five weeks, like a couple of days ago, Austin. And I didn't leave. I don't eat in bed really ever. And I actually didn't leave my bedroom. I ordered food all day. I ate a bunch of diet smoke gummies, which are my new favorite things in the world. And, um, and yeah, I just ate my, I mean, I would looked like the biggest slob in the world, but it was glorious. I just needed that, that full day. No, definitely. I, um, I actually had that day yesterday. I didn't leave my bedroom for ages because I feel that when we got back from Vermont, um, I didn't like, I went right to New York. I didn't get home until Tuesday evening, like late. So then I had Wednesday, Thursday, and then I drove to Wilmington to get home from Wilmington until Monday, you know? So, so yesterday was just a day of like, I just need to, I just need to rest and not leave my bedroom and not, and not feel bad about it because I don't know about you, but like if I'm in bed or, you know, whatever for, for, for too long, I get really restless and, and like, I tell myself that I'm being like a lazy, you know, POS and I'm like, well, you should get up and do something. And it's like, well, you shouldn't because you've been doing stuff for so long. Just take a chill pill. Yeah. I, uh, I usually feel better once I move to the couch, but, um, once I get to the couch then I feel better, but on this one, I just stayed in, dude, there's a, um, a lot kind of, <laughs> a lot of changes, like small changes, which are funny. Like, you know, like the early days that you do watch what happens. I remember, you know, you would do watch what happens and then you'd go to like catch or like some club and it would just be the biggest, you know, n- longest night. Uh, Cause you'd already be like kind of tipsy from watch what happens. Um, and then this time uh, I didn't start drinking till I got there, uh, which was good. And I only, yeah. I had tequila, soda and extra lime, which I haven't drank tequila in years. That's a um, new drink by the way, Craig. Yeah, it started kind of in Mexico, and I was like, "All right, this is like light and good." Yeah. And uh, so then after we went to a diner with Paige's parents, and then Paige and I both passed out on the couch, and I had to wake up the next day for press, and it just felt so good to be like not hungover. Yeah. So it's different, right? Like you know, watch what happens. It used to be like like a big, awesome. Like, oh man, you know, they're flying me to New York. This is so cool. I'm going to go in for the night and I'm going to hang out with Andy and, 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 you know, the crowd is cheering and let's, you know, ride, ride this wave into dinner and then into drinks and then into, you know, and then all of a sudden you wake up the next day and your flight's at whatever time and, and you're like rushing a shower and get the hell out of there on like a whirlwind of like a 24 hours in New York. I mean, for me, like when we do it for Southern Charm this year, it'll be fun. Like hopefully it's on a Wednesday and we can, you know, real drink. But anyway, it was kind of a, it was a, a light, a light one, but it's always good to see Andy. He was actually really nice about the book. He just kept talking about it. And uh, <clears throat> so that was fun. And then we, yesterday, was that the purpose, by the way, was like, was, was, was that the purpose that you went on to watch what happens was because of the book or yeah, they just yes. wanted to get you in? Okay. 
Yeah. So this was kind of a different one than we're used to. It wasn't like, I wasn't there because of a TV program. I was there for the book. Um, and everyone, it was great to see everyone there. And, um, it's nice to be the last time too, by the way, the last time that you were there was right before winter house. And so they couldn't really ask you any questions about winter house because it hadn't aired yet. And so you really weren't there to like talk about a TV show that much. Were you? No. Yeah. That was Ariana. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Nothing was really about ours this year though. It's funny because like Andy's kind of the boss with this. So Andy brought up winter house on the show and I was like, I mean, look, if it's him saying it, then I guess I can answer this. So, yeah. um, Andy was like, yeah, you guys just got done filming winter house. And you know, I just answered normally. Uh, cause I had been saying like, you know, we just did a project in sure. Vermont. Sure. Well, good. I mean, Andy's, it, Andy's smart. You know, he's yeah. like, he's like, guys, people know. Uh, yeah, people are we're, we're like not playing some coy, dumb game. People are well aware that you guys were all just in Vermont together for right, and not right. for fun. Yeah. Um, and we've never been to Vermont yet before, except for one reason. And honestly, I guess with the recent media that I've been doing or press, we've been teasing Southern Charm, which, you know, not saying too much about it, but just being like, like I told Andy during the commercial break and then on air, I was like, this is going to be one of our best seasons ever. I think. Yeah. I mean, I certainly think that there's um, a lot going on. There are a lot of people. And, and the fun thing, the fun thing about uh, our show <laughs> is that, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what you're filming, you know, when I'm not there. Right. So right, it's like right. when the show comes out, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that Craig, you know, had had this meeting or, or met up with so and so and talked about this because we're not all under one roof. It's like we're living our real lives in Charleston. And so it's kind of interesting to see what everyone has been filming, right? It's like, you know, I don't know what Taylor and Shep filmed or what Catherine and, and her boyfriend were filming. Like, I have I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I only know what I filmed. Yeah, I think it'll be a long, good season with lots of layers. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, I've been kind of doing that. In New York, it's always fun to see our press people and like, you know, go to 30 Rock and stuff. Um, yeah. How's, uh, how, uh, you had some beer events in Charlotte, didn't you? No, I had some beer events in, in uh, Wilmington. Now, Wilmington oh, is cool. this like great town in North Carolina, Craig, on, on the coast. And, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's not the biggest market, but basically the distributor there wanted me to come in because there's a local beer there that's called like a tropical something or other. And so they wanted to bring in a competing brand, you know, and I was like, all right, well, well, I'm, I'm happy to be in the market, but, um, you know, it's like the expectations to compete with another person or another brand, you know, and the brand is great, but so let's see what happens. And now this weekend, uh, I'm going to Charlotte. So, Whatever those dates are, that is the 25th, 26th, and 27th in Charlotte. Yeah, so finally, Craig, after three years, I'm um, launching Trop Hop in my home city. Yeah, my hometown. Holy yeah, that's crap. awesome, dude. That's, I there's, know. It's really nothing like going back home and doing this stuff. Yeah, I... I, um, I I uh, was texting Carl actually uh, because I saw that Carl had posted events from uh, Pittsburgh and Carl is from Pittsburgh. And I was like, you know, do you feel pressure? 
you know, when like you post for, for these bars saying that you're going to be there from so-and-so time and on so-and-so date, you know, do you feel pressure to like pack out the house? And he was like, oh my gosh, of course, you know? And he was like, you know, the, the only thing that we can do is just post and hope, hope that they come. And I was like, man, I, I feel you. Right. And, 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 and that's the way that you probably felt too. Right. You know, going to like a, you know, some, some, um, on, um, your pillow tour. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, you know, you're sitting there like, okay, well, let's hope that, uh, you know, you know, Delaware packs out the house. It's like, you kind of get nervous for all, all that pressure being, being put on you to pack out the house. Well, yeah, you can, uh, it's actually in my book. I talk a lot about that because it's funny and look, because of our great listeners and supporters and fans, you don't have to worry about it, but you'll get nervous, you know, every single no. time it's any pillow party I had anytime I'm at the store. Um, but no, Charlotte will be awesome. Uh, I mean, look, you're, you're in your, the world that you love, which is fun. Just like, you know, me with home decor, you're in with the beer and yep. when you're, you, when you're at these things, you're, you know, with your people. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, with our look, people, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, the thing that I want to say is that, it's like you come out and we drink some beer and we hang out and we have some laughs and that's really what it's all about. I mean, of course, you're taking pictures and, you know, they're asking me questions like, you know, where's Craig? And and uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun. And so these events are awesome. And this is me uh, advertising for coming out to Charlotte. So I'll be all over the city this weekend. And it will be a blast. And then not to mention that basically the following weekend, or maybe not the following weekend, but Craig and I are coming back for uh, a tour stop. Yeah, April 11th, we will be at um, the Night Theater. So check us out in Charlotte. Um, and we'll go over the tour in a second. I actually almost yeah. went to college in Wilmington. Do you think it's like Charleston? I think it's a little different. I mean, it's a great town, but a little different than Charleston. It's definitely different. Um, they have beaches, right? Um, Wrightsville Beach. Wrightsville, yeah. And then the other one is called Carolina Beach. And Carolina Beach, Craig, is like the, uh, let's just say it's like a cross between Myrtle and Folly, right? So so right. it's like quirky and eccentric. And, uh, and yeah, you know, they have bars there called like, you know, uh, like, like, you know, Hurricane, you know, Hurricane Alley and like, you know, Rob's roost and they have like a silver dollar there. And, and, and I was making jokes. It's like, if there is a silver dollar in, you know, any town, it's basically the same bar in every town that you go to. It <laughs> yeah, is like true. the dive bar <laughs> of dives. Um, and Wilmington is an interesting town. Now one tree Hill was filmed there. I don't know if you ever got into it, but I definitely was like trying to find some spots where like Lucas and Nathan were like playing basketball and things of that nature. Well, and it gave us the infamous, um, oh, what was Danny's baseball show? He's found oh, and down. It was filmed in Wilmington? I thought, yeah, that, was, he, I thought that was Myrtle Beach. No, uh, pretty sure they were in Wilmington. Yeah, He's yeah. Found I, down. I, mean, I mean, look, you're probably right because- Kenny Powers, that's right. A lot of people had told me that uh, a lot of filming takes place there. Uh, Dawson's Creek was also filmed there. That's right, that's right. So Wilmington, for some reason, is like is like a hot spot for filming. Now it's interesting because Outer Banks was supposed to be filmed there, and then well, they switched it, to Charleston. 
Well, yeah, there's some political stuff that happened right. in North Carolina and some of the tax breaks kind of where where it wore off. So um, between them and Georgia, they had the film industry locked down and then just <laughs> decisions by politicians kind of yep. cost, um, you know, the state, all that. So a lot of people went to Texas. A lot of people came to South Carolina. Um, but yeah, it, that's a whole nother interesting Georgia. world. I mean, Georgia is like, I mean, if you're watching a movie and like you're from Atlanta, a lot, I mean, so many times it's like, oh, and there they are here and there they are here. And it's like so many movies and TV shows are filmed in Atlanta. Um, <clears throat> well, guys, yeah, speaking of Atlanta, we go from Charlotte to the Buckhead Theater on April 12th. Um, let's go over a little bit of this tour. I'm pumped. And look, Austin, we have less than 50 tickets left for dc which is our inaugural show of our first podcast live pillows and beer podcast tour or how do you say it pillows and beer live podcast tour yeah i don't know i guess so because because when i when i talk to people right so for instance when when i was like in wilmington people were like wait so so are you guys gonna like record a podcast live i was like no no no, no. it's basically just like a way to interact with people as much as possible yeah, I, I told. Like, uh, I was like, think of it as like a comedy show with just Craig and I just being Austin and Craig. Yeah, I told Bryce um, from E this morning or yeah, Entertainment Tonight. Uh, he's great. It was nice talking to him. But I told him it's gonna be a little more like it's gonna be interactive. Or I told one of the uh, the lady from Cheat Sheet. Anyway, um, you know, I told him there's going to be some trivia games. Like, are you smarter than Austin and Craig? There's going to be, um, some, uh, the, the honey, what's the famous show, like the wedding game or newlywed game where we're going to see if people in the crowd, you know, bring them on stage and if they know each other better than Austin and I know each other. So there's going to be a lot of chances for prizes and interaction and merchandise and, um, it's and, just going to be a grand old time. And, and, and we keep on having meetings where like we're finalizing things like, you know, what, what kind of prop set we should have or use or, you know, some fun, some, uh, fun things. And every time that we have that meeting, it's just like more and more, it's like, oh my gosh, this is real. And Craig, if you think about it, we're going to be there in less than a week. We're yeah. That's wild. Less than a week. So, so buy, yeah. Get your tickets for. We're going to be at the Capitol turnaround in D.C. March 29th. Like I said, there's less than 50 tickets less are left for that show, which is incredible. But hurry and grab them. March 31st, we're at the House of Blues in Boston, right on the tail, right on the tail of Giggly Squad um, in Boston. Then April Fool's Day, April 1st, the Town Hall in New York City. And then April 2nd at the Fillmore we're in Rowdy Philadelphia so those are our upcoming four shows first four Craig I've been thinking um you know the first stop we are going to be wearing Capitals jerseys right well yeah so we're going to go to the Capitals game the night before on the 28th we'll be at the Capitals game um they're they we're gonna go as their guest and we're pumped because Austin and I are both Caps fans so definitely um, should be awesome yeah, we're actually going to – we have to film some stuff for Southern Charm that morning, and then Austin's checking my bag for me, and we're racing uh, to the airport. That's right. Um, I mean, yeah, so once again, what are you doing this this 
weekend, Craig, because I'm literally going to Charlotte for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, driving back on Sunday because we have to do that stuff for Southern Charm on Monday morning, then go right to the airport. And you're right on my heels coming to the airport. And then it's like on Monday, I don't, I don't come back until the following Sunday. So I'm yeah, like, I'm not sure. I know I have to leave. I'm headed back to Charles. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun on the road. Travels with Austin and Craig. We'll see what happens. Um, so we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right, everyone. So I like taking edibles, but the problem with me and edibles is that sometimes the dosage is too high, which ends up getting me way too high. Sometimes I just want a little buzz to help me relax, sleep, or just let me feel that smoothness without getting that paranoia. That's why when I need the perfect medium high, I hit up my friends at Diet Smoke for their delicious blue raspberry and watermelon Delta 8 THC gummies. So what exactly is Delta 8? Delta 8 is simply a slightly less potent THC. The THC that you're probably most familiar with is Delta 9. And while both are natural to the cannabis plant, Diet Smoke extracts their Delta 8 from hemp. Some may call this a loophole. I call it the secret recipe to getting a smooth, stable, and most importantly, legal high. Diet Smoke is legal in most states, and it's non-prescription. Just check Diet Smoke's website to see if they ship their delicious gummies to your state. Also, Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies are low in sugar, fat-free, and not to mention delicious. Oh, and did I mention that they're totally legal? So when CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code PILLOWSANDBEER for 20% off your order. That's dietsmoke, D-I-E-T-S-M-O-K-E.com, promo code PILLOWSANDBEER for 20% off. As a special offer, Diet Smoke's coupon code can be used on every order. Diet Smoke's Delta 8 THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under the age of 21. Please use responsibly. Y'all, Austin and I have been playing this awesome new game, and I can't get enough. Honestly, uh, I was texting Craig the other day because I knew that he was flying, and I knew that he was playing it because I was sitting around and I was also playing it. It's called June's Journey. Yeah, whether you're craving a good mystery or just need to get away for a while, June's Journey is the perfect game for you. You can sit back, relax, and let your inner Sherlock escape to the glamorous Roaring Twenties, which I've actually really enjoyed this story. So what makes it so fun is that you search for hidden clues, right, on each level to solve mystery after mystery across thousands of vivid scenes. Uh, And with new chapters coming out constantly, like, you're you're just constantly playing this game. Yeah, the story is just awesome. It also really includes a... Kind of you get to build with the money that you earn. So we're basically decking out this mansion that we're investigating. Uh, Austin's a few levels ahead of me, but I am all the way on level 10 now. And with flying as much as I have been recently, it is my go-to game on airplanes. I mean, look, it's free to download. And and honestly, it, it comes with way more strategy than I thought. So while it's relaxing, it's also challenging, but in the most fun of ways. So join me, Austin, and 30 million other fans and download June's Journey today. Listen, there is a detective in all of us. Find your inner detective. Download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. 
Welcome back, everyone, to this episode of Pillows and Beer. We're in our second season that's leading up to the launch of our live podcast tour. So check out our tickets on our Instagram. Our first stop's coming up, Washington, D.C. Um, also, while you're on the Internet, go check out my book, Pillows and Beer, What's Wrong My Sewing. Uh, you can pre-order now for delivery on March 29th. And then go check out Austin's Beers in Charlotte after this weekend, which is awesome. Um but day, man. So I, uh, I've been teasing this, like, so I haven't been on TikTok before. Have you been on TikTok? I have never been on TikTok, but back during the pandemic times when this whole crazy thing happened, Craig, uh, with us doing this, people were, I remember people were like, you guys should get a TikTok. You guys should do TikTok, but we never did. We decided to go the podcast route. Yeah. So I know I teased in Vermont that I was going to do a soft launch. I was going to launch my TikTok. Um, because I didn't realize just because I'm stupid, how much engagement comes from TikTok. I mean, it's pro it's the, one of the largest platforms of social media in the world and neither of us take advantage of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, that's why people on Instagram, you know, they always kind of post in their bio too, like, Oh, I might only have however many followers on IG, but I have a million followers on TikTok, and yeah. I just have never gotten it. And gosh, <laughs> and gosh, does that show my age, Craig? Well, I'm hooked on it now. I posted my first uh, video yesterday. Ended up posting like three, and then today, which is kind of funny because I don't know if I appear to be like an old person that joined Instagram and posts like you know four pictures a day. Like I don't know how to be cool on TikTok yet, or what the timing is. So. Um, yeah, I'm kind of flying blind. I think but that TikTok, you just you just kind of let it fly. I do too. I, at um, least I hope so. Gosh, this is two old people talking about about not knowing when and how to post for TikTok. But I just feel like people on TikTok. I don't I don't know if there's like a if there's like an algorithm for posting like at 6 p.m. for for the most like attention on a Wednesday night or something. I think it's more like stories on Instagram, which I actually use my stories a lot. So I'm kind of excited. And the feedback seems to be really positive, which, you know, how like Facebook's the most negative, then Twitter and then Instagram. And I think TikTok's more positive than Instagram, but I haven't been on long enough yet to, to see. Wait, you think that TikTok is more positive? Yeah, I think like the I think people are nicer on TikTok so far than they are on the other ones, but <laughs> well, I don't know. Anything has to be nicer than Instagram, Craig. Anything <laughs> has to that's, be nicer than Instagram. That's true. Instagram yeah. is an insidious place. I just oh, I was talking to Paige's parents about it. I was like, I just could never imagine going. I was like, everyone has to remember only the nasty, mean people go on and write stuff, but all the people that like like you and have nice things to say like they're not going to take time out of their day to go post a message about you know what you're doing i mean there's a lot of nice people on the internet but yeah I there's mean, also a hell of a lot of mean people and like they just want to show you that you know they're mean and i just can't believe well they're losers I mean, you know this will <laughs> never you know it'll never end but like i cannot believe what what goes through a person's head to write something just so mean and nasty. I'm like, you realize that I'm like a real person, right? With like a family no, and, and, and like a mother and like a sister and stuff. And, and well, they don't, they just think I'm like a fake person that like exists on their television. Yeah. And it shows when they like meet you in person. And like you recently, like someone was like, 
unblocked me on Instagram and they were like, Oh my God, I'm so happy to meet you. Like, can I have a picture? And in my head, I was like, I know exactly what types of people I block on Instagram. And it means you said something fucked up. Like sure, that's like, sure. yeah. And, and now uh, you're meeting me in person and you're like, Oh wait, let's be friends. And I'm like, you need to be taught a lesson. Like you, you're a bully. You're, you're a modern day bully. And, and then when you click on their profile and you see like, person of jesus loving mother of two i teach oh, everyone buddy. i teach them how to love and you're like you are a nasty human oh man you've seen me post those right craig uh and I it's mean, good they should a be couple of out. those a couple of those just like make me you know and then obviously there's the whole well you know you shouldn't be giving these people the time of day and you shouldn't be you know responding and it's like ha ah, so what do you do you just sit back and like you take you you know you take your licks just uh and then, and then yes, and then, and then they meet you in person, right? And when you meet them or like you reach out to them, then then their attitude nine times out of 10 just changes. So like, oh my gosh, no, 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 um, I actually like you. I just, and then you're like, what? You just, <laughs> you just DM'd me and told me to kill myself. And right. now I responded to you and you're like, oh my gosh, I actually like you. I just didn't think that you'd respond. I'm like, okay, okay. Wait, you know, I, I gotta send you this. I gotta send you this TikTok. Um, I obviously could go off, but yeah, I want to say I have to send you this TikTok that Stassi did, and I was laughing out loud because basically she replied. There was this video, and the guy's like, "I just don't understand people that like are in the middle of their breakdown, in the middle of crying, start to record themselves crying." He's like, "That is the last thing on my mind if I'm so upset about something is to pull my phone out and start recording it, and then it." Stassi it cuts to Stassi five years ago and she's like sobbing into her phone being like stop being so mean like you know like talk basically she's crying about what we're talking about and yeah. then it has Stassi like not like present day being like well this is awkward and I was like this is funny but yeah I, I mean think, it's I mean I think that maybe because we don't post those things Craig right so 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 I didn't know that you know she did that but but if she posted that, right, then like that shows people like, hey, look, I have feelings. And like I've said this before, you know, like like just because I'm not crying or like showing you, you know, my emotion on my Instagram or whatever, then like, you know, people are like, okay, well, he's not, you know, getting the message and let's just pound him harder. And it's just like I'm not like I'm not going to get on there and cry and tell you to leave me alone. But like people just think that like because you don't do that. Maybe it's because you just have like an impenetrable skin and they can say whatever they want. I don't know. I don't know the well, thought process that goes into <laughs> this, Craig, but it is unbelievable. Like like the other day, a guy with one or with one follower and like six six hundred posts and he followed like a bunch of people was like, you know what, man? When Bravo pulls you know your contract, you're gonna go back to being like a nobody. And I was like, you know what? I cannot wait for that day so that people with one follower don't feel the need to attack me for no reason as I'm just posting about a beer party in Wilmington or Charlotte. Like I am, I, I, I can't wait for that day. Well, it makes uh, like, it's, I don't, we're lucky that we have great support systems with our family and friends and yeah. so many loving yeah. fans. But those girls, when they were like the pop stars, when we were growing up, like they didn't have a chance. Like, I don't know how Bieber did it or how anyone Miley Cyrus, but then you have Dude, like Amanda Bieber, Bieber didn't do it. You know, just think about it. Like Bieber had all sorts of breakdowns and like, you know, kept on getting like in trouble for like for this and that. And it was just because he was like, I, he didn't know how to handle it. 
No, he's 18 years old. I mean, yeah. look, Amanda, like Amanda Less. Bynes. Yeah, Amanda Bynes just got out of her conservatorship, which the Britney, I don't know anything about Amanda Bynes, but the Britney one was absurd. But I mean, well, they had their own families like taking advantage of them and pushing them to do more shows and pushing them and pushing them. Like, no wonder they went kind of crazy. I mean, I... I don't know the ins and outs of the Amanda Bynes, but I do know, okay, and like you have to remember this, right? She she like kind of had the same thing that you know Britney did, right? Where Britney, you know, shaved her head. And I mean Amanda Bynes basically, I mean, do you not remember what what she said about Drake? She like no. asked on social media, she she asked Drake to murder her vagina. So like she so, so like she went through this like I mean, this perfect, you know, pretty, no, no, this perfect, like, you know, pretty little princess that, that, that was on all these like teen poppy shows, like, you know, he's the man. And then the Amanda Bynes show on Nickelodeon and all this stuff. And she was like the perfect little, like poster child, kind of like a Lindsay Lohan. And then, I, I mean, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden there was like a psychotic break and what? Her like her friends and family were just like we are really worried about you, and so I'm guessing that it's around this time that she entered a conservatorship. Yeah, I mean, I just I the these poor kids these days like the internet's just a crazy place. But I mean, with Amanda Bynes and them, they were the most famous people in our country for a while, and oh to gosh, handle I had, I had the biggest crush on her and uh, and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I and, love Lindsay Lohan. I mean, we I mean we all had a crush on Britney. And, and then just to see, just to see, just like the outside world and, and, and like their pressure and image is so crushing that it just broke some of our favorite celebrities. Yeah, and like Lilo, like broke too. I mean, you had all these people them. like it just criticizing. Broke yeah, well, we will always like push positivity and I hope you can. But I mean, I don't know how positive you'll be after your loved Harry Potter is now saying that he wants does not want to do he doesn't want to play Harry Potter anymore I mean how can Harry Potter say he doesn't want to play Harry Potter anymore which I guess now I'm being a hypocrite of what I just said about the teenagers about being like perform 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 <laughs> no, 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 no 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 man you're just asking a question you're not like <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe you are a loser and like right you know your entire purpose on this planet is for Harry Potter and if you don't do Harry Potter then you like, might as well just quit you. acting and be a janitor you loser you know like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not saying that you are you are just saying like you know why not and I yeah. agree I mean and the simple answer is this I mean he he played Harry Potter for for 10 years and now he's typecast. I mean, he's done plenty of stuff and he's done other stuff, but yet still forever remembered as Harry Potter. And now he just probably is in this place where he's like, look, I haven't played the Harry Potter role in, in, in 10 years. And I don't want to go back down that rabbit hole. I mean, it's just like, you know, Christian Bale and you know, the Batman trilogy. And, and, and that was just like a trilogy. Daniel Radcliffe made eight movies. Now, Christian Bale had a fantastic acting career before Batman and he's had one since and like Hugh Jackman like with Wolverine I mean but Daniel Radcliffe he is Harry Potter so I don't I feel bad for the I, next I person like whoever tries to be the new Harry Potter everyone's yeah. just gonna fucking scream at unless I, <laughs> I mean 
I I don't agree with it, but you know that's an opinion. Okay, this is not uh, I'm not like you know putting Dana Radcliffe under fire. I just I just love Harry Potter so much that I just uh, I just identify with him as the role, and I'd love to see it continue. And that's where I stand on it. I I, I bet that they could CGI the hell out of someone that looks like him, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I I mean, once again, that's like you know a suitable offense but basically craig in in other like the new harry potter or or the new book okay it's written as a play what the cursed child yeah so so the cursed child was like written as a play right and so like think about as you're reading it it's like okay uh you know harry and ron enter um stage right and like that's and like that's how it reads so it was definitely meant to be a play anyways it it is about their children that go to Hogwarts and Harry's son and his like arch nemesis Draco Malfoy's son become friends at Hogwarts and they're both kind of outcasts and you know the kid is living in his dad's shadow of the great Harry Potter and he's not living up to the name and that's what it's about. Oh well then they could probably do that. I mean look I just watched the new Spider-Man and I was like how cool was it for these two guys to get the call one day that was like hey you know, you want to come be in this Marvel movie? Because I was like, after whatever his name, the first one. What two uh, guys? So, like, who was uh, Toby Maguire? And Andrew Garfield. And, yeah, and I was like, so Toby, after they made Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, he was like, well, I guess I'm not Spider-Man anymore. And then they made whatever his name is, um, the new guy. Uh, and he was like, okay, Tom, Spider-Man is... Tom, Tom Holland. That's right. And <laughs> I know him as Zendaya's boyfriend. But... Uh, then you get a call one day and they're like, hey, you want to come be in like the new Spider-Man? I just think that would have been such an awesome phone call to get. Exactly. I mean, the fact that, that they're both in it is so awesome. And people like to rank the three Spider-Mans, right? Like, you know, who is the worst Spider-Man? And once again, this goes back to an original thing. Like, how unfair is it and mean is it? to be ranked as like the worst one, right? You're like, oh wait, you made two awesome block blockbusters, but Andrew Garfield, uh, we think that you're the worst. And it's kind of unfair, okay? I mean, just think about it like this. It is unfair because Toby was first, okay? And like those movies were awesome. And, and right. he got three of them. And now Tom Holland has like entered the Marvel Universe, which is a like, locomotive like you cannot stop this thing like every marvel movie that comes out is guaranteed to be a hit not that tom holland is not you know wonderful as spider-man but he already had this whole engine and universe behind him and then andrew garfield had to like pave his own way in in the middle he only got two but it's like it's just like people you know saying that where they're like well andrew garfield was the worst one and you're like, well, that's unfair. And that's mean as hell to say. Well, I mean, that's a good point because he had to overcome people who thought of Tobey Maguire when they thought Spider-Man. So he already had to overcome that. And he didn't have the Marvel Universe and all of the incredible you know, funding and technology that comes with that and the fan following. It is funny in the movie, though. He's like, you, Tom Holland's like, you guys won't believe this. Like, I'm, I'm, I've been- I'm an adventure. Know, yeah. And they're like- I'm an adventure. And they're like- <laughs> They're like, oh my God, that's awesome. Okay, what is an Avenger? Are you yeah, in a band? Go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually yeah, just watched it last night, Craig. 
I did too. That's when we, so, we watched it last night. I, I thought know. it was a little confusing, a little confusing at times, but as I love Marvel. What was confusing? I don't know if I was just in a weird headspace or what, but it was, it was like the tempo was off for me. Um, I mean, there was a lot to cover, but yeah. Oh my gosh. When, <laughs> but anyway, when, that was when good. you think about it. Yeah. I kind of take stinks. a break real quick. Oh, sure. All right. All right. So we are going to take a quick break to hear a word from our awesome sponsors and we'll be right back. All right. And welcome back to pillows and beer hanging out with my good buddy, Craig, as always, he's in, uh, he's sitting in Paige's apartment in New York. Um, and I'm sitting at my kitchen table. Okay. Hold on. I, I have something to bring up and, um, it's, it's out of the blue. I kind of just Googled something and I just want you to know if you're aware of this and I might be wrong. Okay, but I don't know. So someone told me that Big Big Hank, is that his name? The bear? From what? The bear? The giant bear? Oh, the like the one that was like just causing chaos? Yeah, no, it was, Hank, was causing... the Hank. Hank, Hank the, the tank. tank. Okay, I see a picture of him and he looks so sad and so cute, but he is a absolute unit. So yes, Frank <laughs> Hank Hank the Tank is, is an appropriate name. And the headline says Giant bear breaking into California homes to be killed on site before someone dies. That's bullcrap. I know. That, okay. What I'm hearing is that they can't uh, – it is the point of no return for this bear. But the public <laughs> needs to fix the things that brought us to this point. Um, he, he cannot be released into the wild because he no longer possesses the instinct to survive in the wild. So he's right. been eating trash for so long – that he is basically, you know, living as like a circus bear. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't. Well, put him know. in the circus. He doesn't. That's going to be a terrible day. I'm going to revolt I, if that I, happens. I don't know if that's happened. I'm looking at this article. It says February. <laughs> the next article says DNA evidence shows Hank the Tank didn't work alone. <laughs> Now it's like a bank job, Craig. It has like an accomplice. Imagine this as like a Pixar movie. And, and yeah, like I his, can't wait for his movie. accomplice is like is like uh, I don't know, like a raccoon or something. You know? Yeah, a raccoon like a, or like the, like a group of raccoons. The rabbit from Pet's Life. Um, That's too. Well, funny. dude, going back to like movies and shows, we just started WeWork uh, last night. Have you watched that? No. No, I haven't with uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, there's two of them. It's a fascinating story. I mean, I knew of the downfall in the last few years, but I like the, 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 the show is incredibly informative. It's, it's interesting, but it really makes you question, like he basically acts the exact same way as the girl in Inventing Anna and like some other con artists. Like he's such a good salesman. But basically, the only difference so far that I've seen between him and some con, some people that went away for like, uh, like Ponzi schemes or whatever, was that at the end it ended up coming to fruition. But I think when you see it, it's basically like if things didn't work out, you know, when they did, if he would have kept doing it for like the next six months and accepting money, like, I don't know, he could have faced a criminal inquiry. So is that... Okay, see, I I am not familiar, right? Yeah, this is this is one of those things that um you know sometimes 
I feel like I'm, you know, right on the ball with it. And this time I am not familiar with, with the, we work. We'll Ponzi watch scheme. it and we'll talk like next week because, well, it's not like a Ponzi scheme. It's just when you watch, you'll be like, wait, this kind of mirrors some other stuff I've watched. And what it is, it's like Wolf of Wall Street. So it's very similar to Wolf of Wall Street, except in a different, different. They don't, you know, bull with midgets and. I mean, uh, they part, like, you'll see like the parties that they have and oh, they incur, okay. like, it's a very. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, the working environment was very, like, alcohol-heavy, sex-heavy. Like, it was kind of wild. And uh, Where was the company that, based out of? Uh, New York. Who okay. was the first one? New York was the first one. Um, and, yeah, it's, that's a good watch. I mean, look, Inventing Anna, I actually didn't watch. I read the 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 basically the report that it was based off of so i read like a, a detailed you know I, I i watched the first couple of episodes and it was like too close like it it, it like freaked me out a little bit and i was like i don't i don't want to watch this yeah <laughs> you know yeah, it, i don't think it, i could handle it it, it, it like I, I can't explain why but it just gave me like anxiety in the pit of my stomach no, I get it. I mean, that's why I read it instead of watching it. Um, yeah. And then I haven't seen the Tinder Swindler, Tinder Swindler, but apparently, like, he never faced any criminal charges. I don't know. I have to look it up. But, but I know he's a again, free man. But once again, that's the same kind of show where, like, it just gave me, like, the anxiety in the pit of my stomach. And I was like, I, I, I mean, I get the premise. I get the premise behind it and like you would think that i would just you know watch it and crush it and be like oh my gosh you know both of those shows are probably very bingeable shows i just uh i just couldn't and now craig and now this man is like on cameo and he's probably like probably for the first couple of weeks after the show came out he's probably making out like a bandit because these netflix shows i mean the like they, they just crush they just yeah, but crush. not all and of like, them like the person's not involved in all of them like pamela anderson is not receiving any money from the show that's about her life which is crazy but they approached them both about being involved in the project and 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 they declined it and that's why they're not getting money craig so like gotcha. Gotcha. So like so like they easily could have been like an ep or gotten like a producer and gotten money from from the show but but they both said no and i just finished watching that and what a wild ride that that was i mean what a wild ride craig I have to say it's tough to like it's tough to laugh but i guess that time time kind of heals all wounds but like i've never identified with with you know pam and tommy more than i did during that whole kind of escapade well Paige said she it makes you feel really really bad for pam oh definitely um you know because basically like at one point you know, Tommy confronts the guy that did it and he's like, and the guy that did it was like, you know what, Tommy, you know, you're a bad guy. And he goes, you know what, man, maybe I am, but is Pamela, is she bad? You know, does right. she deserve this? And like, he didn't really have anything to say back to it. And, and then he, and then he lit his money on fire and walked away. And I was like, what, what a badass move. But like the whole thing when like the tape kind of got out and was being you know released, that was like me, dude, that, that, that was like, you know me, and then Pamela, dude. You haven't seen it, have you, Craig? No, but oh my gosh! Um, so then, so then, basically, what happens is that Pamela, Pamela, the the lawyers tell Pam and Tommy that they should sue Hustler because they got their hands on it, and they should, you know, sue them saying that you're not allowed to 
um, you know, do anything with it. And Pamela's like, we shouldn't sue them because this is just going to bring more attention to what's going on. And maybe it'll just die out and fizzle out on its own. And when they sued, it was in every freaking, you know, newspaper. And that's when Leno picked it up. And that's when all this stuff happened because they sued and that made the headlines. They lost and Hustler just you know, posted photos from the video in their magazine. And it was just like, I mean, they must've just felt like so unbelievably violated, like and out of control. Yeah. Out of control. And, you know, and Pam even said this, she even was like, she was like, Tommy, you're going to get high fives out in public. I am going to get, you know, looked at like this. And it's like, damn. No, I mean, it's awful. And like, I have to look into that because it doesn't make sense that you don't own like the rights of your likeness and all that stuff. And anyway, I mean, that's terrible because that's what happened to the inventing Anna girl is she sent a video. I and I want to I want to look up where this <laughs> I want to look up where this guy is because he should he I hope he's suffering the worst, worst life in the entire world. Hopefully. Which guy? So there's this guy that the girl from inventing on a, she sent him a video, you know, when she was like 13 or 14 of her in the shower, like pleasuring herself. And he sent it to all his friends and ruined her fucking life. And that sent her on this, like, I believe it's inventing on or unless I read it in this, there's another one, but like that guy should have been shot and not really shot, but like as a teenager for doing that, like he went around and suffered zero consequences, but it ruined her life. And like, I think we hopefully the society starts to put the shame on the person who leaks the videos and photos and not the person who takes the videos and photos because it's not there's nothing wrong with taking videos and photos. But you're a piece of shit if you leak them. But anyway, that a piece that, of shit, yeah. <laughs> a piece of shit. If you leak yeah, anything about punished. another person you should be punished. Yeah. And uh, I. Couldn't agree and like, more, Craig. you shouldn't benefit from their suffering, but um, that and then I finally finished. Uh, I watched Reacher in like two days. Uh, I was flying back and forth from somewhere, and Reacher was. Awesome. I told you, yeah, I you told did. you, you dude. It. I mean, it's definitely just like a badass, you know, kicking people's asses and just being like a tactical, you know, walking weapon. Yeah, it was basically like made for me, like everything that I love about those shows. It's great. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that, that, it, that because in the book, right. And they say it so many times in the show that he's just like this huge hulking guy. And, uh, and then they made a movie about it with freaking Tom Cruise being five foot eight. Right. But like in the book, they say it a hundred times that like, you know, he is, he is built like a six foot five tank. Um, yeah, no, I mean, he's fucking massive and he came from like, uh, mountain blue state or whatever, blue state mountain, whatever the football one was. Oh my God, man. Blue mountain state. Yeah, that's right. Thad castle. (laughs) I was like, good for you. God, man, why do I know this stuff? Why do I know this stuff? And why is it on the top of my head as quickly as it is? I feel like, like that's like, that's all the time. And you forget these people's names. And I just like remember them from things like it. It's a useless (laughs) trait. It's a useless trait. Well, that's like uh, you and Paige on movie quotes. You guys know every movie quote. Um, And then the only the only other one I have for movies and shows we've been watching is look, we had a real comfortable flight back from 
um, Mexico and we turned on Encanto and I just, it didn't hook me. I actually wanted to stop watching it halfway through. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. And that's because it hasn't, uh, it hasn't caught my eye. I mean, I've seen it and, and I typically love the new Pixar, right? It, is it a Pixar or no? It's Disney. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Disney and Pixar work work together. But funny enough, I don't I don't know that. Hold on, fully. it's uh, is Encanto by Pixar. It was released on Disney Plus. I don't. I can't. It says the future. Um, it's Walt Disney. I don't know if that means it's Pixar. Also, no, it says yeah, Encanto is Pixar. Okay, and yeah. you know. Normally the Pixar's are, are like slam dunks. I, I mean, the last one that I truly fell in love with was uh, Luca, and that that was fantastic. Um, Encanto, just like the plot and everything, just didn't do it for me. And normally that's not the case, but I mean, you're telling me that you didn't like it. Did you watch well, it? On I'm page? Gonna, yeah, but like you know, we did it on the airplane, so like we both we said one, two, three, and we both pressed play. Ah, been there. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I think I got to rewatch it, but the music didn't hook me. Maybe I was just in a weird place, like, you know, coming back from a vacation. So I got to try it again. Um, Turning Red looks good because I think red pandas are hilarious. Okay. Um, right, right, one right, of my favorite right. animals. But, yep. um, well, listen, guys, come check Austin and I out live. Uh, we've got several, several cities coming up in April and May. The, the first four coming up, March 29th, D.C., March 31st, Boston, April 1st at New York City, April 2nd, Philly. Then we head to Charlotte, Atlanta, Florida, and Chicago. So check us out on our Instagrams. Follow Austin's beer company um, and his and personal beers. Yeah. And then you got Kroll, the Warrior Beach, King. Um, you got pillows and, pillows and Beer, Sewing Down South, all that good stuff. But look, we really do. The reason that we do all of this is to have the opportunity to meet y'all in person. It's the same reason I did the pillow parties. It's the same reason we loved BravoCon. And now we've finally gotten to a point where Austin and I get to do it together. So we started, you know, during quarantine on Instagram lives. And now we get to do it in front of all of you. So, I mean, that's that's basically it. I mean, it's basically just an amazing time for Craig and I to be able to interact with as many of you as possible, get as many of you laughing, to take as many pictures, to have as much fun, to do all of the things. And that's honestly like like what what is fueling me at the moment, Craig. I'm like, this is what I want to focus on at the moment with so much outside noise happening. I want to focus on having fun with people that want to come and hang out with us. So five days, guys, five days. And Craig and I will be in D.C. up on stage. See you then.